Aunt M not only had a house to keep up and provisions to make for herself, but she had the care of her nephew. What a tragedy it was that he had been so incapacitated by his injury. To look at him one would never guess. There was intelligence and sensitivity in the molding of his smooth-shaven, golden-tanned features and a sense of fathomless depths in his eyes. She had felt drawn to him, aware of him, to an astonishing degree. It was most peculiar. It was also confusing. There had never been a great deal of warmth or overt affection in her family. Composure, under all circumstances, was greatly admired. Displays of emotion frowned upon. They all liked and respected one another, and she and Henry had been close, but she had grown up believing that the nature she had inherited from her parents was cool. It was strange, then, that she had been so affected by two different men on the same night. Perhaps it was something about being in Louisiana. Some claimed that the damp heat of such southern climes seeped into the blood and inflamed the senses, that it advanced the passionate responses so that women matured young, coming into early bloom like flowers forced in a glass house. It really was quite warm. If the gesture were not so unthinkable, so entirely abandoned, she would like to strip off her heavy nightgown and throw it on the floor to lie naked on the high mattress of the bed. What if she did that and the thorn returned? Dear heaven, there was no way of saying what might happen to her. She was being ridiculous. There had been nothing in her response to either the man known as the thorn or Ransom Tyler that was not easily explained by the upheaval of the incident that had occurred and the strangeness of her situation here among people unknown to her, combined with her extreme fatigue from the three-day journey here. Reaching back under her neck, Letty dragged the thick silken swath of her hair from under her shoulders and spread it to one side over the pillow for coolness. She pushed up the long sleeves of her nightgown and undid two of the three buttons that fastened it at the neck. For long moments, she lay still with her eyes closed and her hands at her side. A faint breeze drifted in at the window, touching her face. It brought with it the sweet scent of magnolias and some other fragrance that she thought might be honeysuckle. Letty frowned and wrenched herself over on her side, drawing her feet up. The minutes ticked past, became an hour, two. Somewhere in the house, a clock struck the hour, the faint chiming spreading in the stillness. Letty's lashes quivered on her cheeks. She sighed. Slowly, she reached down with one hand and caught a flannel fold of her nightgown. She drew it up a few inches, exposing her ankles to the coolness of the air. A few inches more, and her knees were bare. Higher still. Lovely. But the weight and heat around her chest was unbearable. Minutes passed. The clock chimed the half hour. Letty sat up. With a quick, almost furtive movement, she drew off the nightgown. Carefully, she turned it right side out, feeling for the seams in the darkness. She smoothed it and then placed it beside her, ready to be donned at a moment's notice. She lay back down on the smooth linen sheet and slowly stretched full length. She brushed her hair from under her neck once more and closed her eyes.
She sighed in relief, a soft, voluptuous sound. She slept.